Welcome to the All Things Instant Podcast, a radio program that is designed to educate, inform, and impact teenagers, their parents, and their teachers in every way. My name is Akitunde Ido. Listen, I'm so glad that you're here, and always so glad that you're here. On this podcast, we'll talk about hot button topics that are important to you, hopefully, and they should be important to you. We also bring engaging guests with compelling stories which will challenge you, encourage you, inform you and the people in your life in a tremendous way. This is a great show and we're going to have a great time. In that case, let's get party started. Hi, good morning. My name is Akitunde Idowo and welcome to today's episode of the All Things Then podcast. And um, today is a special show because we have a guest. He would introduce himself very soon, but I just want you to take a seat and enjoy. Thank you. All right. Welcome, sir. Oh, thank um, you very much. Can you tell us your name, sir? My name is uh, Alani. Oluwole Ido, and uh, I'm from Ogun State by origin, but I have a lot of, to talk about my life history as a child and a teenager before I get to where I am. Currently, I'm an accountant, a chartered accountant, and a fellow, a fellow of the highest institute of accounting in the whole world globally which is ACCA, and I'm happy and delighted to be here today to share some life experience that will inspire one or two people even more to achieve greater height in their life, even though they might have a rough background like I do. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Um, Mr. Alani happens to be my uncle. And he has a very fascinating story to share with us today, which we would unravel very soon. So, sir, can you just walk us through your childhood experience so we can have a background to the whole conversation? Well, thank you very much. Uh, Childhood experience, it wasn't a palatable one to start with. But it's not alpha, but it's how well. Where I got to today means that the rough road I've passed through in life has worked for me to achieve whatever I achieved today. I was born in a village of eight roofs, currently partially in existence. I went to a primary school there in the village without light and with water from river, you know, to survive. There's no adequate transport. I walk about two miles to school from age three Well, my parents are a bit fortunate as a farmer to get me a rubber sandal to wear (laughs) to school, which is a a quite a remarkable experience for me because some of my mates come to school without shoes, sandals or whatever on their foot. You know, they walk barefooted. 
Having said that, I started my primary school at the age of three uh, because my parents were a bit of affluence within the village. And instead of me sitting down at home, they now sent me to school where I began my life. And walking two miles, go to and fro, wasn't a very palatable experience, but it was fun then because that's the only thing I know and that's the only thing I do. I grew up in that environment, which was a village environment, doing a lot of things at the age of six. I have my own farm. I have about two acres of land that I farm as my own farm uh, because my father was a farmer. And at the age of six, I interact in hunting because I follow the hunters to the thick bush, sometimes looking for snails in the bush or sometimes looking for animals. And sometimes we follow snakes into the hole and take the snake out and kill the snake because that's basically part of our livelihood, uh, bushmeat. Uh, and that's, that's, that's it then. I was quite intelligent, but the potentials was not coming out uh, because of the environment I find myself. Although the environment, well, the survivor seems to be very difficult. But however, the survivor came. At the age of uh, nine, I finished my primary school and I relocated to Lagos to live with my auntie and my brother. We relocated to Lagos and fortunately for us, we got to live in Suruliri, which is in Lagos. And then I started my setting my, my mindset to a great achievement in life. And I started in a very crude way. Uh, it's, it's so funny that uh, when I started secondary school, I have to tap my bag, Lagos boy, even though I have an accent, a thick accent from Abeokuta, which is a bad accent. And I tagged my bag, wrote Lagos boy. And it really works for me because I was able to mingle with so many different people, children of the affluence, children of the rich people. We all mixed together in secondary school. And uh, well, I try my best. Trying my best wasn't enough. Why? Because, because I live with my auntie. And those days are not days of um, too much of control for parents in training the child that comes to live with them. So I have to engage in different trades. I have to engage in trading, hawking of minerals, hawking of toothpaste, in order to make ends meet for my auntie. However, that was just a huge distraction to my achievement in school because I have limited time to read and limited time to do assignments and limited time to concentrate on whatever I was doing. That leads to a kind of disaster moment for me after my work, which is a final exam in secondary school, and I only have A in just one paper. But that is so demoralizing. But I still push on and said, even though I find myself in this position, I will not let myself down.
and I will not cast my spirit down with this. So I started engaging with my sister, doing like apprenticeship or salesmanship with her in the shop. And I do raise some little, little amount of money from that, from tips that I get from the shop. And this money, at the money I used to pay for more exams, which at the end of the day, I end up doing the exams, which is the living exam about nine times before I get into the university. I have that determination that whatever it takes, I want to go to university. But it wasn't easy. And it wasn't seems like it's going to be an achievable thing. It, it doesn't seem it's going to be an achievable thing based on the circumstances that surrounds my predicament. But however, I was able to try and engage in different trades, in different apprenticeship. Uh, I went for screen printing. I started raising some money. I went to retake in a very decent setting in Ogun State. I passed on my paper. I gained admission to university. Gaining admission to university is a start point for me. But however, achieving the university with the cost of living in the university and living outside your home and outside your family, which I went to University of Jaws, which is far from Lagos, it was another great challenges. But however, the challenges, I did not look at the challenges, but I look focused on the goal, on what I want to achieve in life. And what did I want to achieve? I want to be successful. And that's just the goal. And getting to university, try from, well, getting money here and there from family, back here and there just to survive. I got to university, I find a way around it because I know I couldn't afford to pay the school fee or the departmental fee. But how can I do it? I come up with the idea that I know that if I'm a departmental executive, I'll be exempted from this fee, which I joined the departmental executive as a secretary at the time, as a director of social at the time, and different portfolio during my stay in the university which makes me able to be there even without having enough money to pay for my school fee. But I was able to run on with the institution. At the moment, well, after the university, I tried some other things, professional courses, I can, and stuff like that, trying to get some employment. Um, well, it wasn't seemed so easy to gain an employment uh, in Nigeria and I just with my experience with my sister with apprenticeship I've gone through with the salesman uh, skills that I've gone through I started traveling as an errand boy for my sister going to Dubai to buy things I'm brought to Nigeria going to India going to Saudi Arabia and going to South Korea, Hong Kong, and I traveled very wide in order to make her trade a successful one and trying to structure it. But at the end of the day, meeting some, some issues on the way, you know, because trying to structure 
a business for your sister and where some other parties are involved becomes a great issue for me. And at the end of the day, I have to leave. And I went to the UK uh, to just for to change environment. Changing environment means doing some different things from what I used to. But got into UK, I started a professional course in accounting and it took me a long time and a lot of commitment to achieve the degree, to achieve the professional exams that I have to write. I wrote a lot of them in the process, but the process was not so smooth, but it was a, a worthy course for me to do, which I did. And then today I'm qualified. I started working for some organization, aviation, some commercial industries, a U.S. company. And at the end of the day, I just find out that, listen, I can do things on my own rather than be at the mercy of others. And with my skills in business, I set up my own accounting firm, of which I am today. And after some times, I joined so many other professional bodies, uh, did MBA in oil and gas accounting. And today I'm so versatile and I have a lot of resources within my possession uh, to use and to develop others. My story is not just ordinary story, but it's a story to inspire others that no matter where you come from, no matter how rough your beginning might be, or no matter where you start from, you can start from zero and achieve the greatest height on heart. And another thing I need to say is that in the process of my growing up, that I see a lot of people picking me up here and there and help me. So my goal and my desire is always to help others with my skill, my resources, and even support in educational wise. And that it's a brief history of where I start from and where I am now. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> very fascinating. <laughs> and that was some history right there. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, um, you made mention of many things, actually, but I would like to pick them one after the other. So I, I could see something like this concept of fake it till you make it. Because you wrote on your bag when you were in primary school that you are in Lagos, but even though like you are still in the village and the accent, everything was not even aligning with Lagos life. So is it to say that doing something like that, is it to say that like it's, it's um, something that it's okay to do? Is that a great mindset to develop? Faking it till you make it, is it a good way to change your mindset towards the kind of life you want to attain? Yeah, in life, in life, sometimes you see people and you call them mentor. Hmm. Okay. Most people started walking and dancing like Michael Jackson, even hmm. in a thick village. Okay. And they admire him. Okay. And they said, oh, I'm Michael Jackson. Do you understand? Some bear the name Jesus even though they are not the real Jesus, okay? So the issue of where you want to be is 
an inspiration and is a desire and is an urge for you that this is what I want to be, not what I am now. Hmm. Okay? So it's not an issue of faking it to make it. It's issue of speaking into your own life hmm. a positive way of what you want to achieve hmm. in life. Okay? Even though all the circumstances might seem so odd for you, but you know that this is where you're going to be. How you're going to get there is another thing. It requires a lot of dedication, a lot of hard working, and a lot of prayer. Okay? And sometimes, like the, the white people with target, they call it positive thinking. Okay? The more you think positive, the more you get attracted to positive things, which in the religion setting is called faith. Okay? You need to believe in yourself and you need to believe in God. And you need to know that where you are, I'm not comfortable. I want to go higher. Okay? It's an issue of I'm going to the next level. I'm not comfortable with where I am. Because where you are is what people see. Okay? Where you are going to get to or where you aspire to get to is your own personal making. It's your own personal desire. So it's no more of faking it to make it. But it's about I want to be there. This is where I am today. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah. I want to ask you about, and, and there's a, this is a message out there for anyone who is listening right now that, you know, there's hope for you, right? Irrespective of whatever circumstance you find yourself right now, irrespective of whatever, you know, situation you are going through, you know, there's, it's, it's definitely greener in the future for you. So just stay true and true. Keep hoping, keep trusting God and, and keep um, putting in the efforts and just keep believing in it, it will be well. So I wanted to ask, what is the place of of people precisely? I'd like you to give me like a detailed example of the role people played, whether negatively or positively, in, in making you who you are today. The mistakes perhaps that you think you made that shaped your life course. This teenage age is something that a, a little mistake can actually mar your future yeah. and can affect whatever consequence ought to be in the first place. So I want you to like share with the teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, a teenage life is a stage of growth and it's a stage of delicate experience. It, it can make you and it can mar you. Okay, at that stage. We make a lot of mistakes, okay? But the mistakes you made, you need to realize the mistake before you can make corrections. Hmm. When I was in the in the secondary school, I used to hate maths, mathematics. And all I do is that I follow some gang. Now, when mathematics teacher come into the class, we ran out of the class, jump the fence and go and play ball. We go out and play football, we jump the fence, and we come back after mathematics. That does not help me. Hmm. You know, I was in the zone or within the group of those we call NFA, no which is times no future ambitions, people. Okay, but I come from a different setting. But I was aligned myself because I was seeing the freedom they have 
because I was in the freedom, they're free to do this, they're free to do that. And I was so enticed and engrossed in those lives. And I followed them all about until I realized that I failed a class and I have to repeat. And that's quickly I realized that, oh, I've made a mistake. Okay, but I still have an opportunity. There's some mistake people do that they don't have second chance. Mm. They don't have opportunity. The youth and the teenagers should be very, very, very careful not to make a mistake that is irreparable. Mm. Because I have people, uh, friends in the secondary school because their parents were rich, they got into drug, and at the end of the day, they eventually died. And those who doesn't die become mentally retarded. Okay, and when you become mentally retarded, that is the end of life for you. So I encourage the youth not to have the youthful exuberance that is going to lead them into destruction. Rather, you should learn from those who use turn their weakness into their strength. Okay, they tread into their own opportunities. You know, for every weakness you have, it's a strength that you can make it. So that's, it's basically what the youth needs and not to follow the trend of what the world is doing. Recently, I know that currently, there are a lot of youth who follow Malis, Naira Mali, and they are calling Malians. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a trend. Okay. But... You can admire them, but if, if it's not your type, please don't follow that trend. Because at the end of the day, you start smoking weed and that might end your life. Some do it and they survive, but some do it and they perished. And I pray it shall be well with you. You won't be perished in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, sir. Um, let's, let's talk about social media okay. for a minute. In times like this, you know, we have technology tools, which I, I believe were not existent when you were growing up, you know, so yeah. um, though you said you had some distractions of maybe selling and all those things like that. But, you know, in times like this, it seems things are even more complicated. Teenagers have to deal with even more challenges. Now, one thing is um, social media has played a role in one of the challenges in bringing about depression because when you look at the lifestyles, you know, some of your peers are living and, you know, you're like, oh, she's using iPhone 12, I'm not able to afford that. You know, she's, um, you know, they have a good car, they have a good house. Myself and my parents, we are just managing a room. So my question is, how should teenagers handle the challenges of today's world one and number two is how can they properly position themselves to engage themselves socially or using the social media tools to their own benefit as opposed to their detriment yeah thank you very much uh youth challenges challenges are in diverse way okay in our own time when there's no 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 social media we have a lot of distractions in different ways okay the distractions starting from economic issues with your parents that you need to support okay mm-hmm. to trade in one thing or the other in order to make ends meet 
there's distraction in the family issues. They want you here. They want you there. Come and spend holiday with us. Come and spend holiday there. You know, and there's a lot of distraction then. But however, nowadays it's becoming very complicated. Hmm. Why? Because in our own time, the world is a world. It's a world and it's far from each other. But today, the world is a global room. Hmm. Everybody lives in the same room. Because the social media and the technology setting have put every one of us, every one of us together, and we cannot detach ourselves from the world. Information has been passed through different social media, and there are different information that are out there. Different websites are there for the youth. Different websites are there to recruit the youth into a different settings, both bad, both good and bad, you know. So it's now left where the parents to play a role in engaging their children on the level of social media involvement, okay? Even though the children are glued to their phones, even though the children are glued to their computers, okay? That is why there's always a setting, a control on the phone and on the computer for the children. But however, the way you train, the Bible says train your child in the way of the Lord, and when he grow up, he will not depart from it. This is a concept, because it's the way you lay your bed, that's the way you lie on it. The way you train your child, that's the way you follow. Social media is not there to distract, it's not there to ruin the life of a child, but it's there to work on their mind. So now, the other way is that the child has to see the benefit in the social media. You need to position yourself. Nowadays, there's a lot of unemployment. But I tell everybody that, listen, you want to gain employment. You want to do white-collar job. Those who create those jobs, they are human beings like you. You can also create a job and employ people. So that should be a setting. Now social media and the internet has created a lot of opportunity for every youth, every teenager, that if all you want to do is you want to package something, that's, that's it. Going to farm and all you package is, is a vegetable and you package it and you put it on the social media, put the health benefit, make it, uh, make it good looking, marketable go on social media display it you get your market if all you want to do is a style of a clothes that you want to sell you position yourself you get a shop on the social media you pay a little bit of money and you start selling and you start bring building up your own profile okay bring up profile and you build up your your brand and by the time you get there you will be a household name for anything you do. Some on the internet, they sell bitter leaves. Bitter leaves is becoming global. Okay, you get it on the internet, you package it, you sell it to people. 
you extract the water, make it look good. There's a lot of opportunity that the social media has brought as an opportunity and a platform that will make our youth to be successful rather than destroying them. But it now depends on the way you look at it. Some see it as, well, some people are oppressing them. You know, dressing gorgeous places on the social media, on the Facebook, and you look at your own parents, they cannot afford whatever they are displaying. Don't get distracted. You know, it's an opportunity for you to wake up and see that this person that is making it, okay, I can make it also. You need to invest in yourself. Investing in yourself means education. Train yourself, train your mind, and train your brain, and you'll make it. That's my advice. Well, thank, thank you very much, sir. Just an addition to what you said, I, I remembered when we were coming, we were discussing about the Korodu boys. Yeah, yeah. How they, yeah, they made a clip locally of just yeah. making something very similar to in the Black Panther trailer and all that, and yeah, went global. Now they wow. are enjoying sponsorship, you know, yeah, from international. They are on Netflix, you know. So that's just the creative things, you know. They they do it, they put it on social media, and they were announced to the whole world. That's how the world is so connected. So so many other people were picked, like Justin uh, Bieber. Justin Bieber was just picked on the YouTube, make hmm. it music put it on YouTube and it was picked and it became a household product and it became a multi-millionaire. That's so simple that social media can sell you. It can sell your strength and it can sell your weakness if you turn your weakness into a strength or a product. Because most, most comedians today, you know, they just started by joking hmm. and now they're multi-millionaire. That's how social media can sell you. Ellen Paul, she's a lady like that, but very good, putting herself in the social media. Emanuela, I mean, it's another example. So we have a lot of examples. So the youth should not look down on themselves. They have a tools to work with. Work with we did well, and you you achieve a greater height. Well, thank you very much. Sir. Okay. That was that was very enlightening. Um, I want to talk about parenting and. Parenting is a very important um, yeah. aspect of growth and um, fulfillment also. What were the challenges you faced as, as a young child, right, when you were younger? And what would you say are the same challenges that you, you feel still replicate themselves today in the life of teenagers or young people? In other words, what I'm trying to say is that when you were much younger, you faced similar challenges from your parents and teenagers are still facing something similar or maybe a little bit different. What would be your counsel to teenagers and what would be your counsel to parents you know, in addressing that menace? Well, from my own perspective, parenting is not one size fits it, Lord. Parenting is diverse. Parenting is different. Parenting depends on the growth of a child and it all depends on the environment a child find himself. The child should understand that, listen, you are here, you are here in Ikorodu, it's not your choice, it's not your choosing. Or you are there in VI, in Banana Island, it's not your choice, it's not your choosing. 
but that is where you find yourself. So when we talk of parenting, in when in our own time, uh, all we have is that sometimes we are not really close to our father because the father in the house, the father figure is seen like the Lord of all. If you need to talk to your father, you talk through your mother. Mm. And your mother conveyed the information <laughs> to your father. <laughs> and that's it. And you dare not go and ask something from your dad. Then it's through your mother. And if your dad said, sit down there, you dare not say no. <laughs> that is kind of parenting we went through. And we are punished. Was that good or bad? Um, it all depends. Okay. okay? It shapes us. Okay? Mm-hmm. It makes us a better person. So we cannot say it's good or we cannot say it's bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. But it does work for us mm-hmm. in the long run. Mm-hmm. However, parenting now, because of civilization, we are now, parents are now looking at mingling with their children and be with them more and be more friendly with them more than before that we experienced. Before your parents got nothing to do with you doing your homework, it's your cup of tea. If you don't do it, you get smacked, you got beaten, you got beaten in the school. And that is your cup of tea. You face the rat if you don't do your own work. That is not your parents' concern. But nowadays, parents are so much involved in the life of their children. And which, to be honest with you, it has its own positive and it has its own negative. However, the children are so much dependent on the parent. The children are depend on their parents so much that they're, if you take them out of their comfort zone, they're more like fish taken out of water. They find it so difficult to survive. Okay? And that is an issue for the children. And that is why there's a lot of issues in the society. Because the children are no more independent. They all depend on their parents. You know, it's difficult now. Like when we are young, tell me to go to Portacourt. I will jump on the bus. Wow. I'll go to Portacourt. Whatever, whoever you want me to go and meet, I'll do the deals and I'll come back. Well, but nowadays... It seems more delicate today. In terms of it was deli- No, it was delicate then because they, they do child ritual dance as well. It was delicate as well, but however, because your parent has instinct some, uh, some boldness in you that, listen, if I'm not there, you have to survive. So he has given us that seal to be able to do everything on our own, DIY. But today, we do everything for our children, and the children knows how to do nothing. And that is a major issue for the parenting. Because the, the parents now, it's difficult for you to send your child to the bus stop. You want to go and drop your child 
and the bus stop, or you call the driver to drop your child on the bus stop. Why can't your child walk down to the bus stop? So that's it's another aspect of looking at the parenting. Mm. But however, the children should not really rely on that and take it as an advantage because it's going to ruin their life. They are not going to make it because if someone you depend on is gone, then you are down. Mm. Okay? You, can, you don't know where to start from. And all you have to do is be at the mercy of others. Yeah. At what point should a parent stop parenting and start giving, let me say, a, a reasonable room for independence you know, in the life of a child? It all depends. Um, a child that lives in a local area, at the age of three, is known to everybody in the area. So you send the child to go and buy sweets. He walks down everywhere. And everybody in the areas know that it's from number 15. It's the child of this, it's the child of that. That's no more the issues today. At the early age, as early as possible, the parents should let their children be independent. Uh, independent of themselves, not depending so much on the parents. In most cases, some children don't know how to cook their food. So they end up eating junks. They end up going to fast food to look for food. At the end of the day, they become obese. And it now becomes another problem to both the parent and to the child. So teach them on the skills they need in life at the earliest stage possible so that when they grow up, they grow up with it. Don't leave it till too late. Don't leave it till they get to university and they start sorting things out. And when you go to university, you meet different kind of people from different environment and from different backgrounds, okay? And from those who are streetwise, and those who are butter, they're from affluent homes. And sometimes they're cheated. You know, they cheat them. Sometimes they find themselves being duped. You know, a lot of things happen to them because they are not street wise. So now the ch- parents should train their child to be independent as early as possible. However, the child themselves has a role to play. Because it's their life. The parents have lived their own life. Okay? That's where they get to where they are. Then the children should always want to live their own life and learn from the environment and learn from the parents and stop being spoon-fed with every, everything. And then that's the only way the parenting can be balanced. Okay? <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank okay. you very much. Earlier on, you made mention of something called a mind shift, or what we would call, you know, um, developing um, global mindset, exactly. right? For a child who is living in um, a slum or in a ghetto area, you know, who doesn't really have the luxury of exposure, you know, to visit places like VI, Banana Island, and all those places, how, what counsel can you give to that kind of child? 
so that their mode of thinking is not just restricted to what they see around them but they begin to think globally and want to aim higher for greater things what kind of counsel would you give to you know kids like that or, or teenagers like that yeah um to be honest with you um every individual okay uh is a product of his environment hmm. and it's not a choice for a child to be born in a slum. He finds himself there. And that's it. But that should not be a thing to deter the child from growing or from making it in life. Okay? Now, globally, okay, the information technology and the social media has brought both the good, the bad, the global, the opportunity, the threat has brought it closer to every other people, wherever you are. Either you live in a slum or you live in the posh areas of the town. And once you can see the information and see that, oh, these people are making it, it's now for you to develop a mindset that I want to be in this class, not where I am. So exposure is important. Exposure is important, but the exposure has to do with education. Okay? Basically, education doesn't mean going through the four wall of a classroom. Okay? Which most Nigeria has. Education more of adventure, having involved in social interactions, and knowing environment. Okay? travel wide, take the risk to go and see what is there in, in the posh areas. I'm in slum, but let me go to the posh areas and see what is there. By the time you start seeing, you start educating your mind, you started rethinking and rethinking, you have a good idea that is going to bring you out. And bringing you out should be a thing that you have to learn you know, and, and, and be compatible with. Uh, there's, there's a guy that would grow up from, um, from Agege in Lagos. And this guy, from his childhood, he used to travel to VI, to Banana Island. And he has a desire to own a house there. At the end of the day, this guy from Agege owns the house that Davido bought from him and is living in there now. So he become a property mogul by having a set mind that, listen, I'm not going to end up in Agege. I'm going to end up in Victoria Island. I'm going to end up in Banana Island, and where he has a lot of property. Because he make up his mind, he walks towards it, and he achieves it. That is just the mindset of being an achiever in life. Not doing do on your circumstances, on where you are, or what the people in your environment are doing. Some has the sense of people in my environment don't make it. People in my environment don't do above this. You think above them. Think out of the box, and you'll be above every one of them. Okay, very, thank very you. Fascinating. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sir. Um, yeah. I, I want to talk about for a minute. I want to talk about for a minute. Um, um, you know, just ask you this. 
what would be one skill that maybe was hard for you to learn as you grew up or maybe as as you've grown older now that you you felt maybe if you had started learning it you know from your teenage years would have been very very much better for you using the 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 technology today's technology when i mean technology technology is so diverse social media is one of them okay in some cases dealing with technology i still call my son to come and fix some things for me these are things i would have loved to know myself uh using social media for marketing i'm finding it very difficult why because of i'm not the age within the age of technological era um now in the age, i was in the age of uh, uh not in, uh, um agriculture no no it's the age now we are in the age of digital yeah but in our own age, we're age of analog, okay? So we're, we don't belong to the digital age now, but we struggle mm. to get the digital knowledge. But these are the things I would have loved to do naturally, like I see my children doing. I went to do a master's and with the younger ones. The younger ones are so fast in everything, but I have to take my time in achieving this. These are skills I would have loved to to acquire earlier than now, but the technology does not come earlier than now. So it's a good thing that you know a teenager can learn that. Oh wow, it's a fantastic thing that the teenager are getting into the technological age because the technology is going to be the language of the future. So mm-hmm. any teenager that does not go along with the growth of technology social media it will be left behind and it will become unemployable you know or to achieve anything in life well yeah thank you very much let's let's talk about um networking do you think it's something that is very important for teenagers to to have while they are growing up and what is the impact of that on their social worth, their net worth and everything like that how important is it for teenagers um Networking uh, is being uh, there traditionally in the olden age. The Yoruba said, Abajowo Lafin Sonya, which means that when we join together, we can fight a battle. Okay? When we join together, that's networking. So, networking is about joining hands together, sharing ideas. I share from you. You share from me. Uh, team building. We work as a team to achieve a goal. A tree cannot make a forest. A forest is called forest because there are so many trees. So also is networking because you cannot achieve greater height. In most cases alone, except you network, except you have people of like minds around you. However, networking is in different level. In our own time, in the olden age, the networking is that we went to meet people. Okay, we meet people face to face. We meet people and in a social setting, we exchange business cards, we talk to each other, you know, 
But nowadays, we go to conferences and we go to symposium. Then you meet people of like mind. But nowadays, most of it are online. You know, people have so many platforms that they use to network. Okay? And that's what the youth are doing. However, it's good to some stage. It's work for them to some stage. I'm putting it to the uh, issue of the recent issue of NSAS. NSAS was coordinated on the social media. And it touched, I mean, so many people come on board. That is networking. That works. Okay? But however, I, we encourage the youth and the teenager to engage more on face-to-face -face mm. than putting everything on social media. You can, they can balance both, both the social media and the face-to-face. -face. Because the face-to-face -face is give them a sense of belonging. Mm. It increases the trust within yourself rather than social media that I don't know the person at the other end. The other person at the other end might give me a wrong profile. Sure. You understand? And I'm, based on that, that's what I'm believing and working on. So if you engage on face-to-face, -face, it make it more credible than what it is working on social media. You know, but networking, you cannot get it wrong. It's good. You cannot do anything in isolation. Thank okay. you very much, sir. As we round off, I want to talk about value system, right? Um, for a teenager, I think it's very important that you have core values, things that your life will run on, like an OS for running your life. Because as you begin to interact with the society, interact with your peers, different opinions are coming in here and there. What would you say are the important values that a teenager should have while they are in that phase of their life that you know is very important for for okay. them you know the the teenagers um for their life they, they, they have to be they said that uh, the charity begins at home mm. okay it's what you are trained from your home that you go out but the community to contribute into the life of the young ones uh, you need respect mm. Okay, you need respect. It's one of our core value. You need to love each other. Mm. Okay, and you need a good reputation for yourself. Mm. Don't do anything shady. Don't do anything that is going to tarnish your image. Your reputation, it's very key in whatever you do in life. Don't lie once. If you lie once, they will quote you again. Mm. Okay? Don't do anything that is going to say a stain on you and share with others and love everyone. With that, you can never get it wrong. So I think that's what you need. They need to run on in their life. And above all, you need to be praying to God. To direct you, give you wisdom and knowledge, and that's all you will need. You will achieve it in life. Thank you very much. Sir. It's it's so good that you mentioned, you know, God. I I was about to, you know, ask mm -hmm. that, you know, um, how important is it to have a relationship with God? Because 
teenagers you know are often they, they see that um, relationship with god as a mirage you know and, and sometimes even see it as oh our parents can be too overbearing this thing is not real or you know why do i need god you know and all those things like that you know we just want to like okay i'm a youth you know I just let me enjoy my life and all those things like that how important is you know having a relationship with god the life in life um i mean from my life experience i can say that every stage of my life i talk to somebody you need to be a living God. Like the Bible said that someone that said there's no God is a madman. Yeah. Okay. Your relationship with God is a personal one. Okay. You need to talk and see that, okay, God is here. I'm in this trouble. God help me. I'm in these circumstances. God, I need you. Okay. And by the time you say that, you know, that's it. It's all done. So you need God as well as your parents. But your parents are above there, but God is above them. Don't look at what your parents are talking or what you're doing, but you concentrate on your own personal relationship with God. Salvation is an independent thing, okay? It's not... It's an independent thing. It's not. Record. It's not. It's not for everybody. So that's that's just you know your relationship with God really matters as a teenager. Okay. So they should learn that call. You know that with God, all things are possible, and they need to have a personal relationship, not looking at what their parents are doing because they might see some hypocrisy what their parents are doing and they might be changing their mind on which areas are they really true mm-hmm. my my mom is telling me to tell her friend that she's not around why she's there on the seat mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. so it's question their mind you know but they still need a relationship with god individually in order to achieve the race of life the race of life cannot be achieved without having a supreme being to control your life okay so it's very very core in their life that they know that god is watching me when i'm doing bad things he's watching me when i'm doing good things okay and it's watching is guiding me when i want to fall okay by the time they have those faith those belief and they work with right sense of mind and with the purpose of art Okay, now they they are done. They are made. Okay, but they cannot take out God from their equation of life. Thank okay. you very yeah. much, sir. Okay. Um, um, any final words for, for well, the teenagers? Uh, the teenagers? I wish them, you guys, all the best as you grow up. Growing up is a challenge on its own. Okay, so you live every day like. It will be the last day on your heart. So be good to others. Love yourself. Love your peers. Love your neighbor just like yourself. And don't don't bring down yourself. Okay? Rather, always know that you can go higher than who, what, wherever anyone has ever get to in life. Aim high and go with God.
Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. It was nice having you on this show. Um, my name is Akitunde Igdowo again. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. That was a great session. Thank you for listening. If this has impacted you in any way, I'm asking you to do a couple of things. The first thing is that you subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when new episodes come up every weekend. Gather your friends, your family, and be a part of this ministry. You can subscribe on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Podbean, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Breaker, and any other platform. The second thing I will ask you to do is to share. Share this with your friends, with your parents, your teachers, students, and people around you who may find this helpful. This just might be the answer to their prayers. The third thing is that you leave your comments in the comment section as this provides us with feedbacks on how helpful this program has been to you. If you have any questions, topics you would like us to address or guests you would like us to bring, please send an email to allthingsthingpodcast at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you. I want you to know that we love you and the best days are ahead of you. See you next week.